This is Reset. I'm Sasha Ann Simons. When Chicagoan Shireen Shamsi was raising her children back in the 90s, she realized that there wasn't a lot of media for them to see themselves or their Muslim traditions in. There were children's books about Christmas, about Hanukkah, but nothing about Ramadan or Eid celebrations or even just Muslim characters at all. So she decided to write one herself. And 25 years later, her newest story is out just in time for Ramadan. In her book, Zara's Blessing, Shamsi tells a story of Ramadan, family, and the importance of community. And she joins us now to talk more about it. Hi, Shireen. Welcome to Reset. Hi, Sasha. Thank you for having me. It's really an honor. We want to talk about Zara's Blessing in, in just a moment. But first, let's learn more about you, Shireen. When did you first decide that you wanted to write a children's book? Um, I think it was when I became a mother. I I just felt like... I want my children to see the faith traditions and heritage represented in stories. And when I didn't see that, I, I felt maybe I should do that and write, write for them. Why a book on Ramadan specifically? Uh, specifically because it's a, you could call it it's a Muslim holiday, and I didn't see books. Um, for children on Ramadan, and I wanted my children to feel seen and for them to feel their experiences validated in books they read. And before taking this on, had you done a lot of writing? Uh, Well, if you go back to my childhood, reading and writing were a big thing, but I never actually thought I would write children's books until I became a mother. But yes, I had a diary that I wrote in, I think, from the age of seven or eight. Um, My siblings and I would buy our New Year diaries at the beginning of each year, Mm -hmm. and we would all write in them. Do you still have yours? Sorry? Do you still have yours? I'm curious. Oh, no, I I do not. I I think when I was about 20, I threw them all out. Well, I mentioned earlier, Shireen, that this book was a long time coming, 25 years to be exact. Uh, You shopped it around that long ago. Tell us about the journey to finally now seeing Zara's Blessing in print. It's it's such an amazing feeling. It's very gratifying and humbling to see, to hold this book in my hands. And um, it's, it really takes a village, so there are so many people behind this book. Um, but the journey did begin when my children were very young, and and I was rejected, I believe, 20 years ago. This story was rejected. It was a completely different story. And at the time, I didn't have the wisdom or the knowledge um, to know that I could have actually fixed it and changed it um, to make it better. But I just did not know enough about writing and publishing. So I just put that story away. And it wasn't until years later when I joined um, SCBWI, which is the Society for Children's Book Writers and Illustrators. And through, through SCBWI, I found a critique group. I attended conferences and um, basically immersed myself in the kid lit community and I I just um, took it out a few years ago because mm-hmm. I believed in this story and yeah. I I rewrote it. Well, so I'm I'm curious there. You said um, 
publishers first said no, and it was a completely different story at that time. Was it also about Ramadan? Oh, yes. It was about Ramadan, and Zahra's teddy bear was actually in the book, and and the teddy bear was the main character. So I think that's what the the inherent flaw was of this story. Ah. Um, and it took me, you know, almost 20 years to realize maybe I should write it from Zahra's perspective and make it more relatable to a child. And and when I did that, I, I knew that this was... This was ready. Yeah, no, I, I love love the book, and we are seeing Thank more you. today, uh, Shireen, uh, more of them that highlighting Muslim traditions. Uh, we've got you know the best Eid ever by Asma Mobin Odin, and the proudest blue by Ibtihaj Muhammad. Yes, yes, those are beautiful. Yeah, how does it feel for you to be a part of that movement? It's so um, gratifying and humbling, and I. I'm, I just feel really grateful, but I still feel that we need more diverse books. We need um, every single child's story to be told. Um, every every child should feel represented in stories, and I'm I'm really grateful that we have this movement of we need diverse books. And um, yeah, it's it's great. This is Reset. I'm Sasha Ann Simons, and that is Chicago author Shireen Shamsi. We are discussing her new children's book called Zara's Blessing, a Ramadan story. Shireen, let's dive back into the book. So as you, you mentioned already, it's about a little girl named Zara, and, and really she, she wants two things. She wants a sister, and um, she wants to find her lost teddy bear. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Now, yeah. this is inspired by your own childhood a little bit? Uh, well, I wouldn't really say it was inspired by my childhood, but I, I just think that, oh, I did actually have a teddy bear. Um, oh. And I, I don't remember much about my bear except that it had the name Boo Boo, which, <laughs> which was Yogi Bear's little bear friend. I, I don't know if you oh, yes. know that. Oh, yes, very familiar. <laughs> and, um, but I do think that most children have a beloved toy that, that they can, and they can relate to that. And and to losing a toy. Um, so it's a universal theme, and I think um, very relatable. Yeah, I would totally agree. Because at, at its core, your book really has a, a basic plot about a little girl's wishes, right? And this transcends religion, it transcends race. And so your goal then, I imagine, was to be as universal or as inclusive as possible when telling this story? Oh, definitely, and that's what I really believe that our, you know, no matter what our culture or traditions, um, ultimately they're all um, they unite us in, and they make everything, they make the world so much more colorful and rich, and and the themes in this book are family and loss and hope, and so yes, all the universal themes that anyone can relate to. One of the things that I enjoy most about the book, uh, Shireen, is that you write it in this way that even if you don't know much about Ramadan, you'll still understand what's going on, right? There, there's no mm-hmm. real moment where you're pausing to define things like iftar and Eid, at least not until mm-hmm. the very end. But, you know, it, it's clear from your storytelling what's happening. Why did you make that choice? Uh, well, I I think now, I mean, when I originally wrote it, I wrote it for my children. 
But um, my children are grown now, and I really believe that I write for the children of the world. And, and, and this is published by Barefoot Books, and I don't know if you're familiar with Barefoot Books, but their stories are all about opening hearts and minds. And this has been their passion from the start. And interestingly enough, I discovered Barefoot Books in the 90s, and I actually dreamed of one day having my books included in their beautiful collection. And so it's just like this, it's come full circle for me, um, but it happened organically. So I'm just so, so grateful for all that. You know, as much as the story talks about a lost teddy bear, and, and as I mentioned, the desire of Zara to, to have a sister, you're tackling a very important issue, which is uh, displacement and foster care. Why was that important? Oh, it's it's very important. Um, unfortunately, these heartbreaking issues are very, very relevant today, as they were when I first wrote this story. I hear of displaced children arriving without their parents, and it breaks my heart. And I find that writing about it is cathartic in some way. Sorry. <laughs> um, as it draws attention to this dire situation in a way that may inspire empathy, because by humanizing, like Halima, um, children will feel empathy for her. Because on the news we hear um, refugees arriving as numbers, and I feel that Halima is a real person, a character, you know, as a character, and. I just hope that it inspires empathy, and um, that that is what I hope to do by touching on this important issue. And also, um, my my grandparents were refugees. Mm. Uh, this was way back in 1947, uh, during the partition of India, and they had to flee um, for their lives um, overnight in in what is the world's largest fort forced migration. Um, so it's it's yeah. very close to home and, and I get very emotional about it. It makes you it. emotional, yeah. I can understand that. I, I love the way you write Halima into the story as well. I mean, I didn't quite see that ending coming, you know, and, and so I thought that that was wonderful how you put it together, um, tying that wish for a sister to Zara's sort of first... Um, quest in, into uh, her first experience with a shelter and uh, first time sort of, you know, donating clothing and, and all of those things. I, I love how you sort of tie it all together. Um, what do your kids have to say now about the book? They're, they're grown. They're in their 30s, as you mentioned. Mm -hmm. What do they think? Well, it's finally happened. Yes, they're very happy and um, they know the difference between what I wrote then and, and how it turned out now. And they're, they're just very proud of me, as is my husband. And I'm just really pleased yeah. that, that it's out now. Talk about the illustrations in the book. Oh, the illustrations are so rich and vibrant that when I first saw them, I was moved to tears. And then when I heard the story of... Um, who the illustrator is, I, I don't know if you... Um, Why don't you tell us? This. So, um, Manal Mirza. 
Yes, so the, the, the illustrator is Manal Mirza, and the editor called me one day, and she told me that Manal Mirza says that she remembers me from when she was seven years old, and that I had read stories to her class in school. And that oh, wow. just blew me away. And then when she said that that's what inspired her to become an illustrator, it was just very, very touching and heartwarming. And I actually met her just last Tuesday for the first time. Oh, my goodness. That's um, wonderful. After 20 years. And it was a very emotional day for me. And I, um, yeah, we sat and we talked. And, um, yes, yeah, she's, she's lovely. And I'm just so grateful that she's brought my words to life. Wow. And this is this is our book, and we've made it together. But yeah. it's also, you know, the whole team and behind the scenes, which is you know the, the editorial team and the publishing company and all my critique partners who have helped me. They're just indispensable to to my it writing. Takes, so. It takes a village. I love how this has come full circle for you. That is wonderful. Uh, you know, this book is about family community. Um, and it's a testament to your journey, Shireen, as an author and your perseverance. You saw it Thank through you. that this book would get published. So I, I wonder if you could leave some advice for those listening now. Maybe they're aspiring authors themselves and they aren't sure how to break into the industry. I really think it's a work of passion and it's it comes from the heart. So if you believe in in doing anything, really, you need to stick with it and be patient and also trust that there will be a time for it. It will happen and you, you should trust in the journey. Be patient, persevere, and just go for it. Yeah, and we'll, of course, look out for your next book that's coming out later this fall. That's called The Moon from Derridoon. Yes, and that is actually based on my mother's childhood experience of the partition. Ah, yes, so, that's wonderful. So. Shireen Shamsi is author of the new children's book, Zara's Blessing, a Ramadan story, and it's out now. Thank you so much for talking with us, Shireen, and Ramadan Mubarak. Thank you so much, Sasha. And I just wanted to say that uh, my family has absolutely loved WBEZ and NPR these past 30 oh, thank years. You. And thank you. I'm so grateful for you. Thank oh, you. Thank you so much. Have a good one. Thanks for listening. I'm Sasha Ann Simons. We've got more for you on the podcast, WBEZ's Reset, wherever you listen.